weirdos welcome back to aromatherapy i'm brianne i'm amanda and today we're going to take you we're going to continue the journey at universal orlando resort and go to islands of adventure yes so last week we talked about studios universal studios um and we kind of left off, I think, around Hogwarts Express. We didn't really talk about it um, too much, but we decided to continue our visual journey through the Wizarding World and take you on the Hogwarts Express from King's Cross in London, AKA in Universal Studios. And as it takes you into Hogsmeade Village. So we'll start there and then we'll walk our way around Islands of Adventure because it's literally just one big circle. And yeah, that, that's where our journey is going to take us today. Yeah, because there are two ways to get from one park to the other. You can either exit out the front and walk through city walk to go get to islands or if um your park pass allows then you can go to king's cross and hop on the hogwarts express which is super cool it's <laughs> so cool it looks just like the movie yeah such a cool experience and you hop on and um it takes you directly to Hogsmeade Village, and also you kind of get out of the heat for a little bit. And yeah, it's not necessarily air conditioned, stuff. but it is sheltered, so yeah, you're at least in the shade. Yeah, but it's super cool. The exterior looks just like the exterior of the real King's Cross in mm -hmm. London, which um, I don't. Did you go with me, or did I just get off the train station in London? at King's Cross. I didn't, I never went to King's Cross. I think I was sent to, um, I don't know how to say it properly, but it's, it looks like St. Pancras. Oh, St. Pancras, yeah. They're but very close to each other, but, um, yeah, it looks just like King's Cross in real life, um, and you just walk through they scan your ticket. It looks like an actual train station in London, which is super cool. Um, you can even rent, uh, what are they called? Strollers. Prams. <laughs> Prams. Um, <laughs> we don't have kids, so I forgot the word for a second. <laughs> um, but it's super cool because there's, like, posters from the movies that, um, what is it, Half-Blood Prince, when at the very beginning where Harry keeps seeing Dumbledore, and he's in, he's in the, it's not King's Cross, I don't think, but it is in a train station, and it's, um, it's for a perfume, I think? Yeah, that same ad, when he's, like, trying to hit on the little waitress. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dumbledore kind of, um, you know. He's, like, off in the distance, and, um, yeah, that same poster is there, which is super cool, so that's a cute little Easter yeah. egg. Um, but yeah, you walk through, um, you can see, like, suitcases stocked up, and the, the... You see platform nine and three quarters. You see, and you go through platform nine and three quarters. There is something 
like an optical illusion where you, as you approach it, you can see people go in, but you can't see people come out, and you get to walk through it yourself. I haven't it's done it It's super time, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of the, one of the really, like, it's like um, It's basically like a two-way mirror, and the way that it's angled. Uh, that makes sense. Um, well, it's like a mirror that's being reflected through a window and it's, it's just like the angle it's, it's light play. It's really cool. Um, but when you're walking by it, there's people like in the queue, maybe like, you know, just around the corner and they're just walking through an archway. Um, but to you further back in the queue where you're standing, uh, by the mirror, it looks like they're running through platform nine and three quarters. It's really, yeah, really you cool. Don't come out the other side. Yeah, they're but really they're cool, they're like just that. walking down a little hallway and um, and then you yeah. get to platform nine and three quarters and um, the little conductor people are are um, what's it called grouping you into um, little sections so you can sit in. And little, the little, little uh, yeah. Cars, so four on each side, and it's really um, compact, but probably not these ready, days with social right. distancing. But probably not. Yeah, there's there's probably gonna be like one or two people per car, like one person per. Bench. Yeah, I but think they're doing like just each party line, and you're just wait after you've been grouped or whatever, and you're just waiting for the train to pull up. There is, like, something so magical about Mm -hmm. the train pulling in and approaching you, and you just really feel like... You're You're going to Hogwarts. The movie, yeah. You're going to school. And it's really cool. So, they... The train opens up, the people who are on the train get off, and then they let you in, and you sit in your little train car, and um, there's a little... It looks like you're looking out the window, but it's actually a TV screen, and um, what's cool about it is going to Hogsmeade, and then um, coming from Hogsmeade to King's Cross, it's, you're watching, it's like two different movies, but it's not a movie, it looks, yeah, it looks like you're just looking out the window, so when you're going from King's Cross and Universal Studios, and you're traveling to Hogsmeade um, in Scotland and Islands of Adventure, um, it, it's your, what you're looking out the window is different than coming yeah, from Hogsmeade. London and you see, like, the outside of the cities, you know, the suburbs or whatever, and then you sort of approach a lot of greenery and stuff. Like and, farmland. Yeah, and there's sort of, while you're, while you're traveling, there's, like, a story, because you can see. Yeah, and I think, I think going to Hogwarts in Hogsmeade you, I think you see Hagrid and um, the Weasley twins, and um, you see the the um, oh, what's the word? The like in the Goblet of Fire at the very beginning, like a caretaker is that the word? And the the house at the very beginning of that one, you know what I'm talking about? Um, but you see that house. Um, so, just, like, cute little Easter eggs, and... But that's on one side of the car, and then the other side of the car is this frosted glass. Uh-huh. And so, 
you can see and hear there's like a whole storyline you can see and hear what's going on in the hallway outside of your little train car yeah like the trio walks by you and and they're talking and then the the trolley cart lady yeah and i think going to hogwarts there's actually dementors um, yeah, the Dementors make a little appearance and freak you out. Yeah, so, so that's fun. So it's it's about um, like a 10-minute train ride, I think, um, each way. And then you arrive um, in Islands of Adventure or Hogsmeade Village. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so cool because it's it's like you're going to school at Hogwarts as a student. And you can kind of just live it. And I think that's, at the end of the day, that's all we want to do is just go to Hogwarts and forget our problems. You just, like, don't want to be in the real world. Right. You'd be in the wizarding world. Yeah. percent. Exactly. So you exit the train station, you exit Hogsmeade Station, and you're in Hogsmeade Village, and it is magnificent. It's I remember so it, you cool. Know, it's ten, like next month is ten years ago, right? It's crazy, yeah. Twenty ten. I yeah, I worked when. Oh no, maybe not. Maybe maybe it was when Diagon opened. I remember I was like a vendor up at the front of the. Um, God bless anybody who worked <laughs> either of those days. Oh my goodness. God, you guys and waiting in line eight, ten hours, and that is just crazy. crazy. But I get it, because I get it. There's no way that it wasn't worth it, because in Hogsmeade, right, you've got Forbidden Journey, and you get to go into the castle, you get to see Dumbledore's office. And it looks just like the movies. I know we keep saying that, but it, it just, it does. It's, yeah, uh, you, not a cheap knockoff no, and it's so spectacular. I mean, um, you walk into the queue of Forbidden Journey and you're taken into, um, they call it the forest and it's just a bunch of trees, but then you go into the greenhouses and you can see the mandrakes and, um, all the cool little plants and stuff. And then you go into Hogwarts Castle, and, um, yeah, you get to see Dumbledore's office, and he interacts with you, and, um, you know, there's just so many little details, uh, little Easter eggs from the movie, like, yeah, that lady, and that one painting or mural, and it's like a horse, I can see it in mm-hmm. my head, and you see it in a few of the movies, and, uh, the the thing that keeps track of the house cup. Yeah, yeah, um, the points and stuff, and you can walk yeah. through the defense against the dark arts classroom, and that's cool because there's a bunch of, um, a lot of people don't know this. There's a, um, there's like a, not an Easter egg, but like an homage to each defense against the dark arts teacher. Like, um, no. yeah, for Moody, there's the. Um, it's the skeleton of the thing that he kills, I think, um, in front of Neville. Um, and then, yeah, there's just a, a 
every Defense Against the Dark, dark, dark Arts teacher, there's like a little um, trinket in honor of them. Um, and then in that room, it also snows for a second, but it's not real snow. It's just like foam, <laughs> like uh-huh. bubbles. Um, right. There's like the Pensieve and Dumbledore's office and yeah. uh, what else is there? Um, you go through the Gryffindor common room and you can see it looks just like the common room in um, the fourth movie, in the fifth movie. And then right before you, right before they group you into your cars, you walk through a section that just sort of looks like a hallway or where the staircases change, and it's just a bunch of the moving pictures mm-hmm. and they're all like having a conversation and talking to each other and well it's cool because it's the four founders that. so it, it's it's the four founders of hogwarts and they're all talking to each other um about the muggles coming to visit hogwarts and it's this whole there's a whole storyline of um of hogsmeade village and how the ministry of magic lifted the the, the enchantments and the charms so that the muggles could come visit and it's really cool because you can hear the founders talk about it in the queue of the ride. And um, and then you're on the ride and, and you get to go see a Quidditch match. And, um, I get really scared. <laughs> it, it's a scary ride and it's a pretty oh, intense was, ride. I was shocked at how scary it was. Yeah, I don't recommend Once it. it. Goes in- yeah, well, it's a dark ride. It's very loud. Um, the animatronics get very close to you. I don't recommend it if you're prone to motion sickness. Um, yeah, because it jerk you around. It is um, notorious for making people um, sick. <laughs> I mean, all the team members who work at that ride have to be trained in how to clean that up because... <laughs> It's just such a common, yeah, it's such a common theme. They have a whole room for um, people who who get sick just to clean themselves up uh, before they have to, like, go out and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's a fun ride if you like intense (laughs) rides. But um, if you are prone to motion sickness, I do not recommend it um, because not just the motion of the ride, but the screens and stuff can make you pretty dizzy. It's not a 3D ride, but... um, looking at screens for too long like even just my phone or the tv or something can strain my eyes and then you're it's like moving so fast it's it's an i don't know (laughs) but it's a lot anyways it's a fun ride overload type thing but it's almost i don't even i mean i like the ride but now that i've ridden it so much i'm more so just sometimes when i'll walk through the queue oh for sure yeah and you can totally do that too you just let them know that you're not riding because um they're sticklers for bags and stuff um but then you get off the ride and you exit through a gift shop of course um (laughs) but it's really cool because it's um it's called filch's emporium of uh, like confiscated goods or something and it's basically supposed to be uh reminiscent of filch's office and (laughs) all the confiscated goods he took from students so you can get um what can you get you can just get little trinkets and stuff you they don't sell wands but they do sell like uh what's i mean they sell a lot of shirts and i feel like you see the same stuff over again lots of mugs lots mugs of, yeah um scarves mm-hmm. cuz you can basically get an entire hogwarts student 
outfit. Right. <laughs> in Maybe not in that gift shop, but throughout the park. And especially in the Wizarding World, you can really just head to toe mm-hmm. dress, you know, the part of a Hogwarts student, which is so cool, whichever house you're in. Yeah. But then when you leave there, straight in front of you is sort of the rest of Hogsmeade, and to the left, if you're leaving for Ben Journey, is um, the little, it's sort of a kid's... It's called the Flight of the Hippogriff, and uh-huh. it's... It, they, they call it a family coaster, um, so it's not necessarily just for kids, but um, it's, it's, it, it's encouraged that kids go on, um, also because those seats are really small, and only, like, only one adult can fit in there, and maybe a child, <laughs> but they're very tight, um, but it's a cute ride, I mean, it's only 90 seconds, but... You know, it's a good um, introductory coaster for small kids who are too scared to go on, you know, like Hagrid's. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a cute ride. Um, it's just themed to be like you're attending a, uh, like a flight of the hippogriff. <laughs> uh, like you're learning how to fly a hippogriff, basically. Um, so it's super cute. Uh, you can see it's not... Buckbeak, but there is a hippogriff, a real hippogriff animatronic, um, and it, like, bows to you. It's super cute. Um, it's a fun ride, yeah. Um, and then you go a little bit further, and there's Hagrid's motor, magical motorbike adventure. The so dope. (laughs) The real name is much longer, but I I just... with this ride, I just want to give you a hug because it's so much fun. One of the cool, like we talked about Gringotts last week, and I love Gringotts and I always will. And it's not just because I've kind of always, I think, had a crush on Bill Weasley, but mm. also I just I really love that ride and I think it's a fun story. But Hagrid's kind of blew me away, and I've only ridden it once, but. I was really impressed by it. Well, it's brand new technology, and I remember when I was living in Germany, my host mom took me to a theme park over there called Phantasialand, and it's one of the bigger theme parks in Germany, and there was a ride there. I can't remember the name. It's called, like, Terran or Talon or something, Um, but the people, the manufacturer of that ride was the same manufacturer they made for Hagrid, and so when I was at Fantasyland, and I was going on this ride, it was a huge deal because at the time it was like the fastest multi-launch coaster in the world or something, um, and the longest, and it had the most, like, whatever, um, for roller coaster nerds and theme park nerds, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal, and so it was funny, I was telling some of my friends about it, and, you know, a lot of our friends work at Universal, and so they were, like nerding out over Hagrid's opening like a year and a half ago and um when I told them I was going on this Terran ride or Talon ride whatever it's called I don't know um they were all freaking out because they're like that's the same manufacturer that's making Hagrid and it's gonna be like the exact same ride and like they were so excited because um Hagrid's is like a I don't know the the term it's like a has the now that has the most multi-launch 
is like I don't know. It's it's, it's a off really fast. Yeah. It's not. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a coaster that sort of I guess rocket a little bit, sort of builds up. It starts out slower and then gets faster. And Hagrid shoots you. I mean, you kind of go around the corner, but uh, it went really fast. Yeah. I remember because I remember my eyes watering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot but I also think that universal pass holders and just fans and you know lovers of the theme parks were really excited about it because I know that we had and we talked about this last week too but we had a lot of um recently more of the um simulators and people were sort of uh a little bit I think disappointed and it just felt like one right after the other. We kept getting a lot of those, and then we finally got another roller coaster, and it like, turned out to be really, really cool. I would wait a really long time for Hagrid. <laughs> sure. I always said that like I would never wait more than thirty minutes for my favorite ride, um, but I would wait a long time for Hagrid's. And I think when we went, the the wait was like ninety minutes or something. We only waited like. 45, 50 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't as long as But, um, it was worth it. It is out in the open, though, and I don't think a lot of it is covered until you're almost up to, Mm -hmm. like, where they group you off, but, uh, you do see Hagrid's Hut, and there's some other stuff, too. I've only written once, and just, I just remember the hut and thinking, like, I wish, (laughs) I remember thinking, I wish that the queue would go through the hut. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a cool ride in queue. Um, definitely worth it if you are a thrill junkie. Check it out for sure because it is super cool. Yeah, definitely one of the coolest, like revamps they've done. Yeah. So you exit Hagrid's and you're again in Hogsmeade. Um, some other things they have. There's Ollivander's wand shop. Um. It's not a ride, it's more of an experience, but you can um, witness a wand ceremony, um, which is really cool. We've never done it, but I've heard it's a lot of fun. The line is always so long, I feel yeah. like every time we go, I'm like, oh, let's do it next time, mm-hmm. and then I say the same thing next time. Yeah, I, I know that kids really love it. Like, to show you what all goes on, but it's... It's gotta be awesome. There's no way that it's not cool. Yeah. And you can eat lunch at the Three Broomsticks, which is so dope. Yes, um, and go to Hogshead. And Hogshead, yep. You can get some butter beer while you're over there. Um Hallows beer. Mm-hmm. So, that's super fun. Um, and that's pretty much Hogsmeade, I think. Um, yeah, oh, there's... there's the one gift shop. Because mm-hmm. it's in the movie too. He, oh, Honey Dukes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, because he gets there through the attic or something. And there's also, um, there's always a train conductor out, which is really cool because he's interactive and he, um, it's like a real person, like an actor, and he, uh, he'll interact with people, take pictures, and. Um, Answer questions. Yeah, it's 
super cool um, and super nice. So you go through Hogsmeade and you're in the Lost Continent, mm-hmm. um, which is a little outdated, but that's okay. I mean, whatever. People love to hate on this and that adventure, and I am like <laughs> such a huge fan. Of yeah, it's super it's cool. Not a ride, it's like a it, yeah, it's fun. It's nice to cool down too because it's like a fifteen minute experience and you're indoor the whole time. So I mean you can't complain. And there's never a wait, so And I think I feel like it's one of those rides kinda like Jungle Cruise, how they can ad lib a little bit, mm-hmm. they can improvise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an actor, I think, so I might have made that up. No, you're. I think you're right. It's um, because it's not an attraction. It's um, it's done through like the actors and and stuff. So, yeah, I think you're right. And then there's um the restaurant Mythos, which is one of the like top rated restaurants in Orlando. Yeah. Um. It wins awards for like full service restaurants in theme parks. Yeah. All the theme, but not just Universal Resort, but it's. It's really cool. It's kind of in a cave sort of looking. Yeah, it's it's object. really cool. Um, but then you go through the Lost Continent. There's really not a whole lot in the Lost Continent. Like, um, Lots of little shops. With yeah, there's like... Um, those... Oh, God. I think I you can get henna. Little... Henna tattoos yeah, there. Henna. Um, there's like a little jewelry shop. Those blue things, and they're called, like, something eyes. Oh, yeah, like the evil eye? No, but it's, no, it's not evil. It's the complete opposite. It's, like, blue and gold, and it's something from, um, like, I think Indian culture. I feel like I'm biting myself in the ass right now, but it's, it protects the house. One of Mama's clients gave her one. Yeah, it's we called, one, like, it's, a real one. It's so, called an evil eye. <laughs> That's what it's called. Okay. Well, there's a lot of those. And then, yeah, there's not a whole lot um, going on over there. So, um, you walk through. The talking fountain, I feel like, is so underrated. Yeah. It interacts with people. Yeah, it's funny. And he talks to... Just all of a sudden, someone will show up, and someone might be, like, throwing a coin in the fountain, and then it will talk back to them, which is super cute. Yeah, it's super funny, um, because it's a real person, and, like, they, they'll be like, you in the blue shirt, like. Yeah, so you'll think that it's just a recording or something, but they'll call you out, you know, like, you with the blonde hair. Yeah. Um, and then you walk through Lost Continent. And you are in Seuss Landing. Totes. Which is fun. For kids. For kids. Um, it's geared towards children. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's cute. I mean, it looks like a Dr. Seuss book. Um, there's yeah, a few, yeah, I mean, it's a nice little section for 
the kids. There's um there's a few rides like the sky I trolley. Really that there's never it's like never crowded. Yeah. That's behind that fast food place that's never open. Mhm. Yeah. It's, there, uh, it's never open. And isn't it like Green Eggs and Ham? Isn't that it? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it's called. But I feel like I've seen it open like one time, maybe at the holidays or something. But yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm always on the lookout for a restroom that's not very busy. Yeah. <laughs> not just because they're they get crowded and you have to wait, but they get trash, dude. It's so gross. Yeah. You. You, you really have, I mean, there are, I feel like the theme park junkies know where the good bathrooms are. Yeah. <laughs> you have to find, and know where to go, and know who to ask. Mm-hmm. And not go to the obvious places first, but, um, other than that, we, we rode the Seuss ride many moons ago when mom and daddy were visiting, I think. So it was just like a five-minute ride. I think we just got on it to. Well, there's a few different ones. There's something. there's the sky trolley, which is just like That's it sounds. Um. And then there's the cat in the hat, which is just a trippy ride. Um, but it's cute. It's I mean, it's if you take the book, the cat in the hat, and you just like. <laughs> take all the scenes from the books and put them into a ride and just like have an RV go through the book that that's that's the cat in the hat ride I mean which I think that's just a trippy book anyways but that's just me um I remember in Germany when I was my host kid was like I would read him English like children's books in English and um he had a few Dr. Seuss ones and he he loved when I read those to him at bedtime and every time I don't the other ones are fine one fish two fish perfect yeah. hop, hop on pop no problem the ABCs perfecto the cat in the hat I don't know it just like always freaked me out <laughs> I can't explain it but um yeah so that's a fine ride. I, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's, there's never a wait. It's indoors. It's cool. It's um, and then there's one fish, two fish, which is just like your classic Dumbo type ride. You know, like uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that one in my head now. Um, we never. I feel like we never walk through Seuss Land. We always walk around it. We yeah. Take that right. There is um like a carousel over there too, but mm -hmm. that yeah, I don't know a whole lot about Seuss to be honest. We say we we just it's kind of like kids the kids zone in studios. It's just not if if you work at the park already, if you're there on your day off, it's like. It's just like anywhere else. If you go to your your place of work on your day off, mm -hmm. you may not want to spend all day there because it's your day off and then you're back at work. But I think that um, that's just not the first place that we're gonna go. <laughs> right. We would, you know what I mean? Like, if we would go on our day off, we would want to hit like our favorite rides and spend a lot of time in the Wizarding Wizarding World and. A couple of other rides, but we certainly didn't 
spend a lot of time in Seuss Landing, but that's okay. But you, so you leave Seuss and then you keep going. And then you're at the port of entry, um, which is just, um, there's like a restaurant there, Confisco's, which is actually really, really good. I um, love Confisco's. And when, you know, we talked about Mythos and that wait can be crazy long. I mean, we've, we went before and I don't think there was a wait at all and they're really good. Mythos has a great, I remember having, I think I had like a buffalo chicken wrap and I remember there being rosemary bread and Mythos is really delicious, and Confisco's is also really good, and there's, like, never a wait to Mm -hmm. get in there, so I think it's underrated. Yeah, it's super good. There's a few gift shops over there. Um, I know there's a year-round Christmas store, I believe. Um, Which, there should be year-round Christmas stuff, like, everywhere. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Um, There's also, of course, a Starbucks over there, and a Cinnabon, Um, and then you walk... You keep going past the port of entry, which is just the entrance to Islands of Adventure via City Walk. And you enter Marvel Island. And which you, is so cool. You see the big, iconic Green Hulk coaster, um, okay. which is, if you like thrill rides, go <laughs> go ride Hulk because... Hulk is a good one. Hot damn. I know we did it a couple of years ago, and it was... Yeah, I don't they, know if it got better, but it's still good. Yeah, they they redid it, revamped it back in twenty sixteen, and um, updated the, their wardrobe. Thankfully, um, so they're not wearing that. What was it? Lime green. I think it, it was either like lime green or neon yellow. Yeah, yeah, some kind of obnoxious. Um, <laughs> but it's super fun. I mean, you hear the iconic Hulk growl, roar, whatever he does, um, yeah, I mean, oh, Fall Out Boy did the music to it, which is super cool, I didn't know that, yeah, you did, did I, yeah, okay, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't think they sing or anything, but they, like, composed the, the music for the ride, I'm pretty sure, um, you, like, when you're riding it, you can be like, oh, this sounds very Fall Out Boy-esque, um, <laughs> very Patrick, like Patrick Stump. Stump had his, his hand in. Yeah. Um, super cool. Um, so you, you get off that, and then there's a few restaurants over there, and... Four, yeah. And I think there's, like, a Captain America pizza place or something. Yeah, and throughout the day, um, a lot of the superheroes come out and do, like, meet and greets and, um, signings. Um, you can meet Captain America, you can meet Spider-Man, um, Storm, Doctor Doom, uh, who else? I don't know. Is Catwoman (laughs) Marvel? (laughs) It's hard to keep track. Uh, I don't know who we're contracted to have. Me either. It's hard to keep up. Oh, yeah, that is um, an interesting point to bring up. So I learned about that in my theme park management class, actually, at UCF. Um, People ask all the time, like, why does Universal have Marvel when it's owned by Disney? And... So, there's actually a law, and it has to do with the Mississippi River, that 
so basically theme parks are uh, based off of IPs and intellectual properties. So like Marvel is an IP, um, Lost Continent is an IP, Harry Potter is an IP. It's like something that um, like a character or um, a book series or something is an IP. And that can be translated into an IP at a theme park. And Universal had Marvel before Disney owned it. So they were kind of already grandfathered in. And I don't know, like, the, all the details to this law, but basically, like, it's like there can't, it, it's like there can't be this, the same, um, so, like, Disney owns Marvel, right? They can have an Iron Man ride. Disney World can have an Iron Man ride. But they couldn't have, like, a Hulk ride. Because there's already a Hulk IP on this side of the Mississippi River. Does that make sense? Wow. Okay. And, sure. like, like Disney could have um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Disney World. There's already one in Disneyland. Disney World could have a Guardians of the Galaxy ride here in Orlando. But they couldn't have another Spider-Man ride because Universal already owns the IP for Spider-Man. I see. So, it's because it's on the same side of the Mississippi River. Um, but, like, Disney World, or Disneyland, I think, in California could have, like, a Hulk ride. Because it's on the opposite side of the Mississippi, Mississippi River. If that makes sense. So, lots of technicalities and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I learned about that, that in my theme park class. corporate. Right. Like, okay. Monopoly, yeah. capitalism type. Sense. Yeah. Um... If I'm not mistaken, that's, like, the the very brief Brienne version of that um, <laughs> law. I did not go to law school. I went to hospitality school, so, <laughs> and massage therapy school. Um, but, yeah, so, just a little fun fact about yeah. that. Um, if anybody was wondering about the whole Marvel Disney Universal thing. Anyways, um... With that said, Universal does have a Spider-Man ride, um, which they it's also, awesome. yeah, they also redid a few years ago, <laughs> more like 10 or 12 years ago, like a really long time ago, but um, it's super cute. Um, it's a 3D simulator ride, so if you don't like thrill rides, it's a good ride to try. It's not rough. It doesn't jerk you around, and that's one of the things that I love about it. But it's a fun story because, you know, you've got the, um, what is the name of the paper that Peter Parker works The Daily for? Bugle. The Daily Bugle. I was going to say the Daily Prophet, and I was like, that's the wrong, <laughs> Aww, wrong, wrong movie. I'm so tired. Wrong but, IP. Right, wrong IP. So, um, he's like... He sends you on a mission, and you get to go get this story, and there's bad guys, and... And uh, there's also a few cameos of the late Stan Lee. Um, he just pops up randomly throughout that ride as, like, a bus driver, and, um, like a... The king of cameos. He, yeah, and he has, like, three or four on that ride, and he's just, like, <laughs> so cute. Um... <sighs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. A Dan. true legend. <laughs> it's just think about it. I started, I haven't seen 
the new Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I haven't seen the first one, but I started the second one the other day because it's on the Stars app. And I was reading trivia because I can't just watch a movie without reading the trivia on IMDb because it's just a character flaw. And so I'm reading the trivia, and one of the things that I come across said that that movie, Spider-Man Far From Home, was the first Marvel movie. I hope I'm thinking of the right thing because sometimes I go down a rabbit hole and I end up on other movies trivia, but I think this is the first movie that Stanley didn't make a cameo in. And I got to thinking about like how like he brought so much joy to so many people and like if you think about the Marvel franchise right now It wouldn't be a thing without him. It's just crazy. And I think that the Marvel movies are going to be to kids right now as Disney movies were to us when we were little. Mm -hmm. You know, we had The Lion Kings and The Little Mermaid, or I did anyways. The Lion Kings and The Little Mermaids, and um, those were like our classic children's movies and I don't know how I got on this train of thought because I don't have kids but I was thinking Thor and Iron Man and Captain America and um and the Avengers movies and stuff I feel like those are going to be the classics for these kids mm-hmm. for like our generous for millennials children you oh know yeah what I, mean? I yeah. just think that that's so cool yeah, for sure. It's um, it's a great franchise. It's a great um, series and a universe, and um, yeah, for sure. So, so when you leave Marvel Island, next is Jurassic Park. No. No, it's uh, Toon Lagoon. Never mind. Again, I just like, <laughs> forget about the kids area. I forget about Toon Lagoon because it's mainly water rides, and I do not like water rides. Not a fan. I would have to be super hot. It would have to be a day, like, literally today. I don't like being wet if I'm not in, like, a water park or, like, the beach. So I don't like being wet in normal clothes. I also don't like my face being wet. Um, So I just, I don't like water rides. I'm not a fan. If you yeah. are a fan, go to Toon Lagoon because they have two water rides. Um, they're both super fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. But also, we weren't so much into Sunday Sunday uh, comics. Um, yeah, not big. And that's what it's based off of is, you know, the... Yeah. the um, they say in Toon Lagoon, every day is Sunday because everything's in color and Sundays were the only days, um, where comics, I don't know if that's still a thing, where comics would be in color. Um, so if it's black and white, you know, that paper's from a weekday, um, or Saturday. Yeah. Um, which is cool, like, if you know that, but I feel like it's a little outdated because, you know, our generation and maybe even the generation before us and definitely the generations after don't really know that because we didn't really grow up with the Sunday comics. We grew up with Saturday cartoons. Um, Very true. So it's just a a generational thing. Um, And honestly, like, I don't know the story of um, 
Dudley do right. I don't really know a whole lot about Popeye, but you know, those are the two rides over there and they're super fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, I remember the first time I rode Ripsaw, um, which is based off the Dudley do right comic. Um, I, I still to this day, I don't really know the storyline or anything. And I feel really bad saying that because it's a cute ride. Um, but yeah, I don't, I know that they're, it's based in Canada, and they're, like, Mounties, like, Royal Mounties. Um, the team members get to dress up as Mounties. It's super cute. But, um, yeah, I don't know the storyline or anything. Um, and I, of course... Wow, you know way more than I did. <laughs> I've ever read Ripsaw Falls, and we have, I thought we rode many moons ago the other one that's more like a lazy river sort of experience yeah the other one is based off the Popeyes comic which I still don't I know the Popeyes name and I know like olive oil but I don't know the the details of it um because again I've never read those comics I was never into it but yeah it's more of um oh what's it called you're sitting in this circular thing and it, it it's not a I mean it's, it's kind of a lazy river it's more like a river rapids type ride yeah but you get soaked on both of them and I, again I'm just not a water ride person <laughs> unless it's like I'm at a water park and I'm in my bathing suit and I'm meant to get wet but other yeah. than that <laughs> yeah other than that I I just because then you have to walk around, and, I mean, it's Florida, it's hot, you dry off fast, but, like, I don't know, it's just a miserable feeling, especially if you're wearing, like, jean shorts, and then, in Florida, and then you're chafing, and you're getting chub rub, and it, it's not <laughs> cute, and then you're miserable for the rest of the day, and then your socks are wet, it's just a whole, um, it's just a bad vibe all around, so, <laughs> not my tea, it's not my cup of tea. Um, but it's still a cute area. I mean, there's, um, there's little, like, picture photo opportunities throughout, um, where... Yeah, the little thought bubbles are Yeah, cute. and it's, like, it's kind of, like, you're, you are a comic, so it's cute. Uh -huh. Um, there's a lot of, like, Betty Boop stuff over there, and just uh -huh. your traditional comic book stuff. stuff yeah I, I was just thinking I think I always thought of Toon Lagoon as like a kid's area it's more so like your parents area or like your grandparents your grandparents yeah <laughs> I feel like it's it's actually for the the older generations they would enjoy it more it would probably bring about a little bit of nostalgia because it's a lot of vintage looking stuff and Mm -hmm. So now I look at it differently. But then you leave Toon Lagoon, you cross the little bridge. And you are starting to enter Jack. Jurassic Park. But <laughs> first, you to your left is Skull Island Reign of Kong. Uh, Badass. Yeah, which um, <laughs> has mixed reviews. But it does have a special place in my heart. Um, the queue is phenomenal. You say whatever you want about the ride. But... Queue is is awesome. It's one of the best queues um, outside of the Wizarding. Actually, it is the best queue outside of the Wizarding World. I will put that on the record right now. Okay. Um, and it is 
just the detail put into it is like creative went above and beyond universal creative like kudos to you guys for literally everything in in all the parks yeah but um this queue in particular um there's just like it it's so cool um because it feels like you are in the middle of the indian ocean on this (laughs) skull island uh (laughs) But it, yeah, it feels like you're in the middle of the Indian Ocean and you're just on this, uh, like, jungle-ridden island and it's super cool. Um, the ride system itself is super cool. It is a simulator-type ride, um, but it feels like you are on, like, a, you're in these big safari-type trucks and, um... Yeah, it's super cool. It has a special place in my heart, for sure. Um, there's a scare actor in the queue, a live performer, which is some people love, some people hate, but <laughs> do with that what you will. I feel like depending on my mood is when I can appreciate or not want to interact with the scare actor, but it's kind of a scary parts of it are a scary ride. Oh, it's a like, scary cue, for sure. Out, I think one of the guides, like, died <laughs> in the in the storyline or whatever, and then I think they changed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the main character was originally, um, well, it was implied that she died, and then they were like, that's too dark, so we're gonna... Yeah, it was just... <laughs> make it and you're like wait what no yeah but then they changed it and she's like yeah we're back at camp like (laughs) come back um but yeah so you you leave kong and you keep going and there's the thunder falls restaurant which is just like a quick service or a fast casual i guess is the right term for it uh restaurant where they just have some cute little ditties yeah, just your typical theme park food. Um, but then you are officially in Jurassic Park, although Skull Island is technically part of Jurassic Park. But um, you get into John Hammond's Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, and you get to ride the river adventure, which is super cool. Um, and uh, I'm really... I really don't know a whole lot about Jurassic Park. Like, I feel terrible. I've seen the movie, but it's been a while. Um, it's a fun ride. It's got some scares and a drop, and you do get a little bit wet in it. Maybe not so much as Ripsaw Falls, but... Yeah, it is technically um, a water ride. I just... I like the ride just fine. I don't think I've ridden it in several years, but something about the score from Jurassic Park, like... Oh, yeah, it's perfection. <laughs> just hearing that music to me is really just n- nostalgic, and I think... Because, okay, so Jurassic Park came out in 93, right? So a lot of, like, late 80s babies. That was one of the first scary movies that we ever got to see, and so I think it's always 
had sort of a special place in my heart, even though like we were girls and we had a lot of Barbies and My Little Ponies growing up. But I think that probably boys, can you imagine? <laughs> can you just imagine, like, in a household in 1994, everything is dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Because that movie is amazing. The music, amazing. And their CGI and everything was so ahead of their time. Oh, that, that T-Rex, there was, like, somebody in there. That's just... There was, like, somebody oh, in there controlling God. it. Like, that was so cool. And there's, I mean, so many iconic scenes, and uh, lots of awesome memes have come out of that movie. Um, can we talk about Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. please? <laughs> oh, my God. I, so many, so many crushes. Oh my gosh. Over Jeff Goldblum, who has just gotten better with age. Like a fine wine. (laughs) He really has. What an interesting dude. He's so original and unique. He's so quirky and. God, I love him. Yeah. Hit me up, Jeff. (laughs) God. A silver fox, that one. (laughs) Anyways. It works. Uh, there's something so attractive about him to me. Yeah, so there's also over in JP, there's uh, the raptor encounter, um, which is just like it sounds. You get to encounter a raptor. Um, mm-hmm. The one in California is based off of Jurassic World, which I've actually never seen. Um, the ride and the raptor encounter, I believe, are both based off of Jurassic World um, in California, but the one here is still based off Jurassic Park, but there is a new Jurassic Park roller coaster coming next year, I want to say. They're building it now. Um, I don't know anything about it, (laughs) so I shouldn't have brought it up, but I do know that that is happening. I don't know. You're such a ride tease. I should have, like, done research on this. I didn't think about it till we just now. Have, but I think we really wanted to just speak from the heart, I guess, and talk about. Yeah, I just feel like sometimes research just feels too scripted, and we we didn't want that for our podcast. That wasn't I part of our journey. So, <laughs> but um, I want to say, y- y'all can research this on your own because I might be wrong. I probably am wrong. I think the new coaster will be based off of Jurassic World. But do not hold me to that. I don't know. I literally have no idea. I just, it's just, okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that is coming sometime in the next year or two. So, Um, yeah, cool, 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 cool. And that's, is that it? Is there? That is Islands of Adventure. Jurassic Park really takes you right back to. Into Hogsmeade. Yep, just like in the book. So, It doesn't really happen in the books like that. Um, But yeah, it literally, like, there's a bridge from Jurassic Park into Hogsmeade, and uh, yeah, that's it. So that's that's Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Good time. So next week, we want to start with Disney. Yeah. 
keyword start with. So that yes. might also be a multi-episode journey. Um, There's just so much. It's just like such a big <laughs> company. It really is a world. <laughs> it is the world of Disney. Of Literally. Oh my gosh. And we just have so many memories. I feel like we have more memories at Disney even though we worked at Universal in the past. Yeah, but I think we have more childhood memories and, like, family vacation memories and stuff at Disney because we grew up... Our parents, our mom in particular, was probably more obsessed with Disney World than we were and probably had more fun there... Oh, yeah. ...than we did. I mean, this woman had us up at... Oh, my gosh. Six in the morning... an itinerary she was like getting all the fast passes so that we could like optimize our day and And it was a day-long event I mean we were there from park open to to park close (laughs) we didn't take breaks like she did not allow us to take breaks so no no she's like if we're only here for four days we're doing all four parks open to close and you want to experience everything oh my gosh yeah, it was like nonstop. So, but you know what? Always been we really value it, so we're very yeah, grateful so for it. We've always, it's just always been such a special place for us, and it is for a lot of people. Yeah. So, stay tuned for next week um, yes. while we start our journey with Disney, and yeah, I think with that we will peace out because it's time yeah. for bed. It's late. <laughs> It's been bedtime, like... <laughs> it has been bedtime, um, for a second, and I, tomorrow starts a very long week for me, so <laughs> I need yeah, to piece can we, it. Bri- or, can we tell them? Brienne starts massage therapy school. I or did. Started it today, I but... started it today, Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday. This episode will be out Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I officially started massage therapy school, um... So I will be done with that, uh, like, mid-January, and I'm super excited. Yeah. It's going to... we're just sending a lot of love and a lot of positive energy and good vibes and stuff her way. Please, because it is going to be a long, long six months, and I need all of it. (laughs) I need all the prayers. I need all the good vibes, all the light. We'll get Um, you stocked up. It'll be good. It's, I'm going to have a lot of caffeine in the next six months and a lot of long, long, uh, sleepless study nights. I've already started studying and I literally, like, today was my first day and I already have (laughs) studying to do. So, um, yeah, um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully all goes well and yeah, with that, um, we'll say... Good night. Although when you listen to it, it'll probably be the morning. But for us, have a great week, everybody. Yes. Happy and spread love and joy and light. Be kind to yourself and others, and we will see y'all next week. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.